Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. And it's Wednesday the 25th of January and I am on a Eurostar train. Let me tell you where I am exactly. I'm in seat 45 of coach uh, number four. Now that's um, not what it says on my ticket. I came and sat here because it's a lovely... um, uh, four of seats, so two facing two with a table, which makes it possible for me to do the recording. And I also came here because I'm on my way back from Brussels, having learnt a staggering amount about Eurostar's practices since the beginning of Brexit. So, um, when the UK left the European Union and it really didn't start until 1st of January 2021 and then nobody really noticed because of Covid. What um, we decided to do was to say we'd like to be third country nationals and therefore we'd like our passports checked please. And instead of what was happening before which was very straightforwardly all the EU frontier official or the French frontier official could do was check that it was your passport and check that uh, it was a valid document. Um, now they have to stamp it, they have to, in a perfect world, question you about what your plans are and all sorts of other things. This takes much longer than the previous transaction, therefore the throughput at London St Pancras International as well actually as Paris Gare du Nord and particularly Amsterdam Central Station is slower. So what do you do? You either hold people up, make them wait longer and possibly even delay some trains or you reduce the number of passengers who are being carried. And it turned out, and this was talking to the new um, chief executive Gwendoline Cazenave, that they are capping trains all over the place. We're masters of capping. Um, she and Francois Ledoux, who's the chief commercial officer, said that we do everything we can to get as many people on our trains, but we don't want them to be delayed, stressed, worrying they're going to miss the train, having to hold up trains, because once you do that, everything starts to unravel quite quickly. And so we just cap the number of travellers. On the first round of trains from Paris, from Brussels, from London, St Pancras, instead of 900 passengers on each train, there are just 550. Yes, uh, that means there are um, 350 empty seats. Um, It's an extraordinary thing. That's almost two seats out of five going empty. And coming out of Amsterdam, it is even worse. Can you believe they have 
a cap of 250 seats. Yes, so they've got four trains a day. There's a maximum of 1,000 people they can have on those trains, even though the capacity is 3,600. Down the track at Rotterdam, they can pick up another 175, which means by the time they start at Brussels, stop at Brussels, they might be nearly half full. It is absolutely staggering that Eurostar is having to move lots of fresh air around because of Brexit and in particular the impact on the uh, train stations at which Eurostar operates. Now, talking to Gwendoline, she says, we're going to get it to work. Yeah, we're absolutely focused on this major issue. But it's also fair to say that the entry-exit system, which is coming down the road, um, and which, again, the UK asked to become subject to, with fingerprinting, with a facial biometric, that's going to have to be done as well at London St Pancras. Yes, it will. So that's going to make things even more complicated. And of course, also going to have to be done on your way out of the European Union at Paris, at Brussels and at Amsterdam. So when people were asking Gwendoline about, well, oh, you're going to expand your services, you're going to bring back ski trains, she said, look, frankly, we can't run the trains we want on our core network. So of course we're not going to bring them back. Are you going to open the stations in Kent? That's Ebbsfleet and Ashford. Of course we can't. That would just dilute still further the amount of effort. Now, I think there might be a case you could make for actually, um, it, depending on what you can do with the staffing, and I think that's the crucial issue, you could actually make a case for saying, oh, well, look, let's, um, let's bring back Ashford. And that way we'll be able to, um, yeah, space won't be so much of an issue because we'll be able to add an extra 100 or 200 passengers there but it's very very messy indeed I of course at the time of Brexit tried to predict, predict what would happen to the wacky world of travel should there be a leave vote and I absolutely did not predict one of the possible outcomes and this is that uh, Eurostar has now teamed up with Talis. That's the intercity network which runs from Paris to Brussels and then to Amsterdam or to Cologne and Dortmund. And one of the possibilities is that if um, Talis needs more capacity, they're just going to run Eurostar trains. So having chosen Brexit and chosen the manner of our departure, we are now possibly going to be saying goodbye to some perfectly good Eurostar trains which cannot be used to run between London and uh, continental Europe even though the demand is most definitely there um, because uh, the infrastructure at the station cannot handle the extra checks that we asked for. Well, befuddling, baffling, bizarre, any other word you want to use, um, I think, sums this up. And I can't see it ending in a good way. I do hope that I am wrong. And now we're just drawing into Lille, and I'm very much hoping that we're not going to get somebody else who wants to take my place um, on the reasonable grounds that they've um, reserved it. We shall see. Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening. I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Thank you. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.